Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the shoe program. Home of the 23-hour lockdown itself. Uh, we've got a great show for you guys today. Go ahead and click that subscribe button. Now we're going to kick this pre-Thanksgiving show off for you guys. Uh, and I'm going to let EJ take it over from there. Hey. What's good, everyone? Um, short show today. Uh, not a, a pretty slow news week. we got a couple of topics we're going to get into. Um, everybody ready for Thanksgiving, man? How y'all doing today? Man. Man, maintain it. We're definitely ready for Thanksgiving amidst, uh, you know, all this COVID madness out here in the street. Yeah, this will be my first Thanksgiving uh, in L.A. with my woman. So it's our first Thanksgiving by ourselves without any immediate family. So it's going to be an interesting experience tomorrow or whatever. That's the question. What's that? Are you cooking? Oh, yeah, we're cooking. Yes, we are cooking. Actually, Dorian, um, she started cooking tonight. So she's actually um, getting ready. She got some new big macaroni recipe she's trying out. And uh, I'll be prepping some chicken tomorrow. Uh, we, we're not doing turkey. We she's not really a fan of turkey, so we're doing, you know, my world's famous uh, baked chicken. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna do that. World's hey man, Brian at mug, Brian at mug, <laughs> and uh, Brian and hey Brian and spatchcock it, bro. He has no idea what you're talking about. Idea, idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you guys are the whole look, you, you're on a whole other level with the cooking than I am. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> He's cooking chicken pizza. Hey, hey, soak it in some salt in some salt water for about an hour or two and then split it in half. Cut the backbone on both sides and split it in half. It'll cook more evenly and your chicken breast won't get uh dry because it takes the dark meat longer to cook. Well, we we not cooking the whole chicken, so we're we're not doing that. Oh, I got okay, some okay, chicken okay. breast and some chicken legs, so yeah, we we ain't going all that. All that. I ain't ready for that yet. So <laughs> we keep it as simple. We keep it as simple. Uh, we, we gonna start off with a different topic. I know we usually start off right with the games and everything in the news on the games during the week, but uh, I'm interested to get Marvin and uh, Cam's perspective on this versus battle, this Jeezy and Gucci battle. So I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and hold the floor. Oh man, <laughs> we've what we've been longly waiting for. Um, I would say overall, which this is like what I said last week on Twitter and what I said here on last episode when we did bring up this is that this is a huge thing. What's funny facts about this? As much as people may play with the South and trap rap and just these two people in general. This is the highest view versus battle of all time. Yeah. Now, uh, five million well deserved. People, well deserved. people viewing this, you know, on the internet. So that, that's a big, big thing. Um, I'm proud of how it went. Did I think it was going to be that tense? Not necessarily. I was kind of scared. Not going to lie. Thought somebody definitely was going to die. Uh <laughs> But um, I think it was a great moment for the culture. It was really, really good seeing, um, it, honestly, being surprised to see that man and and Jeezy perform so icy after 20 years of not performing the song at all. So that was pretty impressive. Um, it was good seeing kind of like all these records come back that I know and love. Um, there's a lot of records that weren't played that I was surprised that Gucci Man did not go into and play. And the same thing for Jeezy. Uh, 
I knew Jeezy was just gonna come out the gate 2005 and us to death with just basically everything off of Thug Motivation 101. <laughs> um, I didn't expect Gucci Man to play the truth and to then proceed to say, uh, we smoking the Pookie Loke pack tonight, which was what, which was the guy that he killed, you know, amidst trying to be, uh, amidst an attempt on his life being taken. So, it was a lot to unpack. I think it was definitely a, a moment for anybody regionally, especially if you're from the South, to, to observe and be able to experience, man. So overall, it, it was a great time. Gucci Man won. I still am standing on that, but you know. That's where you went. That's just my this is my two cents on the matter. I feel you, I feel you, Brad. Like, it was dope, man. It was it was dope. It it was it was bigger than the versus battle though. Like, you know what I'm saying? This wasn't your Timberland versus uh Swiss, you know what I'm saying, versus battle. Like this was a act it was real beef there, man. Like so it was more than a versus battle, man. It, it was this one the culture definitely won. And for them to perform so icy, bro, like that has never been performed. Like ever. At all at all and you know what i'm saying like they did that song bro they did a song 15 years ago and it was supposed to be like a headline on the tour bro like it, they never that when they played that that kind of made the whole battle like everything else and i don't even think gucci plays some of his top songs that he left out Easy. but it's it's it wasn't i didn't read it as a normal battle bro because I, I just don't think it was it was ever going to be that. I don't think musically they 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 should battle musically. I don't, I don't even think they should do that. But no, um, I mean, of course, I, I think Jeezy had the better night. You know what I'm saying? So it was dope, though. I, I won't even call it a loss, man. It was dope just for them to settle that beef, bro. I, I honestly don't even think they actually settled. I feel like it's more like I tolerate you. Versus Man, like, look, hey, if you try to take your head off. My- you know how they are, though, bro. Like, they go, like, literally, like, this This one is, is real. Like, lives were lost. This is a real beef. This ain't no no internet or no, you know, 2020 beef. So, yeah. for them to do that, bro, like... Hey man, that that's huge, bro. That's huge, man. Uh, I don't even think it's a, it's a them thing though, because I mean, if you really look at it, at in the end, like Gucci's the person who has all the rights to be mad. Like, hey, I'm minding my business. They tried to rock. We got into it over a song because you wanted so icy to be on Thug Motivation 101, and I didn't let you have that record because that was the biggest record that I had, and I didn't have anything right. And then you proceed to go on a mixtape and on radio and put ten thousand dollars on my head for no reason. And then when somebody tried to, you know, make an attempt on that, I defended myself. So you know, I think if anything which is kind of what I was debating with many people on Twitter about is that like, hey, it's 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 commendable more so to Gucci versus GC being up there. You oh, know? yeah, sure. Most of most of most of I don't, I, I, don't, I don't dispute that. Could I cut in real quick uh, for somebody yeah. that don't really follow, you know, uh, Gucci Mane? And, you know, I know a little bit of Jeezy, but not 
like yeah. y'all do. So what is the, what is the the whole beef between them really? Like you said, you, you mentioned it's so icy and stuff like that. What's the relevance of that? So, they, so, so, ahead, Mark. so so icy is like the first single Gucci Man ever made. That was like a big deal, right? It featured Jeezy at the time. At the time, Jeezy was bigger than Gucci Man because Jeezy was a member of the whole boys in the hood thing with you know with diddy and jody breeze and all those guys right so he was already kind of like buzzing at the time gucci man was a nobody so for and jesus he started, song, he had started his own shit too i mean his own my right. track he did the yeah. whole cte corporate entertainment type thing and started that movement right so the thing is at the time you take this guy from uh zone six who is known you know to kind of be just a straight hoodlum like a robber like just gucci man is like the boogeyman of hip-hop that's they, they call this guy right Mm-hmm. So you get him and Jeezy on the same track, um, and they paid, you know, for the record and everything. But what ends up happening? This is pre. This is a precursor to TM Thug Motivation One on One dropping. So what ends up happening is that Gucci, you know, was about to try to put together his first album. Jeezy wanted that record because it was a hot record. It's already buzzing. So he's just kind of like, okay, well, I want that for Thug Motivation One on One. I'm featured on it. Y'all paid me out for it. So why not let me have it? And Gucci's kind of just like, no, like this is my pride and joy. So why, why, why can't I have it? And you know, they got into it from that. Uh Jeezy ended up making a record called Um Stay Strapped. Yeah, he shouldn't have did that. He said what? I said he shouldn't have did that. He said what? He shouldn't have did that. So in this record or whatever, what happened is that basically like just a lot of just reckless talking about Gucci Man, and it was alluded to in the record that hey, I got ten thousand dollars for anybody who can bring me this man's chain. So but bro, what he ends said up that at the end of the song, he didn't even have to say that. Like, like bro, that all, was so was unnecessary, bro. So unnecessary, man. Like I remember that song like the end, like like literally like yesterday. So what ends up happening? Is that uh Gucci Man, I believe, was like what in, in a strip club or something like that. And he ended up leaving and this guy named Pookie Loke, who a lot of these dudes back in the day that ran with BMF and you know were around Jeezy, they were LA guys and they were Crips. And that's kind of how like they amassed such a huge following because you kind of had these dudes who were like, you know, the street gang dudes. So it's a large, they're pretty violent, they rowdy, they with the shits, right? So they end up basically like kidnapping Gucci Man. What ends up happening is that uh, they end up kidnapping him. And basically what was supposed to happen is basically how the record said they were just going to take the chain and go get the money. But what ends up happening is that this dude, Pookie Loke, was just like, well, you know what? Let's just kill him. Oh, wow. When this happens, a fight broke out, right? And basically somehow, I guess Gucci must have got the best of this guy because they were in a house and he ended up getting away and hitting the front door, right? So as he's running, this dude Thank came after know. him. And basically what happened is that Gucci man just, he blind fired backwards into a door like five times. And apparently the guy died like from that fatal wound, killed the guy. And uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. from that, he ended up having to go to jail and he had to fight a murder case. So at the beginning of his career, as soon as he got this album out, he basically went straight to jail. So that's crazy. From there, he had to beat the murder case. He got off in there for self defense. And I mean, pretty much from there, it's like, that's never, it, it, it's been pretty much like, hey, I hate this guy. And that's just what it I is. Mean, and it's, it's never going to change. Beef, bro. Like, this ain't it's no legit beef. <laughs> like, for mm-hmm. real, for real. To even, to even see them up there together, like, bro, I, man, that was, that was crazy. It was mm-hmm. insane. I, what happened? I, I honestly didn't think they were going to show up. When they were showing up late, I was like, these niggas ain't going to show up. They're not <laughs> rushing. 
So it, it took, was, that was a, crazy. took that long to park all the cars, bro. Like they came deep. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of firearms in that building. Like I, I was very, very terrified. I was like, "Yes, yeah, someone is not gonna leave Magic City tonight." Like it was really, really ugly. It was a lot of money in that room, though. Well, I'm I'm glad nothing bad happened. Uh, I did get to watch a tiny bit of it, but um, I'm glad nothing bad happened because you know we already got. You know, hip hop already has this bad connotation to it, and right now with all the political stuff going on in this this in this atmosphere, that would have been the last thing we would have you know we needed. It was you know two of the two of the biggest artists in hip hop right now doing something stupid, especially after uh, this recent string of uh, uh, murders and, uh, uh, in the hip hop community. Yep. Oh. So. Yeah. So I feel you. I appreciate the, the recap, fellas. Um, we're gonna move into uh, the NBA. Yeah, y'all know. Basically, we're starting the season off in a couple weeks. So right, about three weeks, new seasons getting ready to start. Y'all been keeping up with free agency and and everything that's been going on. How y'all feeling about everything that's going on right now? Um, me being that I lived in the Bay, I feel bad for Clay. I feel bad for him, even though I do feel like the Warriors did make a good choice. We're picking up a, I don't know how to pronounce the dude's name. Uh, Ubre. Yeah, Ubre. What's his last name? How you pronounce his last name? Kelly, o- Kelly Ubre. Uh, he's a fellow New, or- New Orleanian, unfortunately. Yeah, so, um, uh, oh, it just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that was a good. I think that was a good pickup, man. Um, I think besides that, that I saw was interesting, man. Bruh, whatever's going on with the Rockets, dog. <laughs> this this whole Arden debacle was ridiculous. Like, I don't I don't understand this man's logic. Like, I get it, but it's kind of just like, what? what? <laughs> none of this makes sense. None of, none of that makes sense. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, I think a better question I look at with all these drafts is is, or another question I'm gonna throw out there on the table. Y'all think LeBron? Y'all think the Lakers will win again, bro? I mean, let's just go ahead and get the elephant out of the room, bro. Hey, check this out, man. <laughs> That's the whole thing, bro. That's the whole thing. And it's, it, like, I, I, I honestly, man, this, this, this year, this. First of all, I wonder how they're gonna do this year. Like, are they gonna come back with a bubble for the whole year? Like, that, I'm, I'm wondering how they do that because that actually has an impact on how the season goes. Some people are just hoopers, bro, and we got to see that in the bubble last year. Hoopers right. don't need a crowd; they hoop. But right. That, that's that's. I'm not gonna judge the season until I know how it's gonna be played because that's that changes my view. But I feel like that makes it harder. Here's the thing, though. Marvin just said is correct because sometimes hoopers can get the jitters, bro, from playing in front of all them people. Facts. Oh, that momentum thing is real. Right. Yeah. Um and the bubble he's playing for you. No, no, no. I think so. I think so. Like that's 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 the whole point, right? So, all right. So when I say hoopers, that's more so like a like a gym thing. Like we we in the gym and we just straight hooping. But that uh the lights, like with crowd, that's a whole different story. Perfect case for that. Yeah. Jamal Murray, bro. Jamal Murray, like he had his moments. He can ball. Don't get me wrong. He can ball. But he averaged 17 points a game before the bubble. You know what I'm saying? Not to take anything away from him, but he just wasn't that dude under the lights. 
So right. that right. that is a hundred percent valid. So the distractions are clearly not there, and that and so the you know in. The audience does play a factor, and this 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 bubble did good prove that. Bad. You know, yeah, even, good and bad. Even from the calls, you like that too. It's a complete different. It's a complete different focus, man. So I um, I kind of sit back and I debate about this, right? So you know, um, LeBron is people are now making this speech like, okay, is he going to be on track to tie Jordan so far as NBA titles, right? So like. He, he's kind of people think like he's kind of in the running but everyone wants to mention that they're going to put an asterisk by the bubble ring which I get it because the season didn't start in the bubble right but if we do do the second season I got high like probability that it's going to be the bubble again it's I don't just- think so how they gonna manage it? But I think they're gonna do something similar to how they're doing with the NFL, where they're allowing some fans to actually come into the arena. And there's already talks about having those fans, having NBA fans come back to the arenas now. Um, like even with recently the recent news, like for example, Toronto, Canada is on strict lockdown with their stuff. Toronto, the Toronto Raptors won't be playing their season in Toronto. They they're gonna be re, they're gonna be doing all their training camp and they will be playing from Florida. So it is understood that these teams are gonna be trying to return back to the arenas and they have to because they gotta recoup that money, man. So uh, they you know TV deals. You got a TV deals on, on the line. You got um, t- physical ticket sales. They they lost a lot of money. It has to go back to the arenas. Now yeah. all these all these contracts, like we've seen all these big contracts, um, especially with these these players, these big time, these younger players, like you know uh, Brandon Ingram getting that one hundred and fifty three million deal for five for five years. That that money got to be recouped. Yeah, it, it got to be recouped, bro. It, it is that's the that's the fact of the matter. That is the fact of the matter. You you know it has to be recouped. In the bubble, it's not going to do it. They lost so much money with that bubble, so much money. So, it, it, I don't know how they're going to do it, but like I like I said, I think they're going to take you know pointers from like what the NFL is doing. You go, you know, now you're seeing, when you're watching some of these NFL games, you actually see fans in the arena. They're just distance out. So I think we're going to see something similar. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically what you're saying, Jay. Is, is what they're what they've already said is going to happen. I think they can do like fifteen to twenty percent capacity in all in all of the arenas. Uh, but like you said, they got to recap. They got to recoup that money somewhere, so they're gonna have to go back to the arenas. Um, but on the point of what Marv was saying with the whole uh, LeBron and the rings thing, I mean, it's, it's looking like it's set up for them to get another one. I mean, you know how LeBron does. Whenever he goes to a city, he gets the biggest names to play with him. Number one, then number two, he gets all of the guys who are not all stars, but are somewhat pretty good that are like in their sixth or seventh year. To somehow take mid-level exceptions and 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 minimum money, so he's doing that again, like he did in Cleveland and like he did in Miami, and he's getting everybody on his team. So basically, we just need James Harden to go from Voltron in New Jersey. <laughs> and shut off, shut off. That's all we need. If I if you see on your phone James Harden has been traded to New Jersey, you don't need to ask any more questions. They're going to win the ship if KD and Kyrie stay healthy. That's a done deal. Man, I, I just, I, I, I don't... I'll do. I don't, I don't think I, I, I don't like having... I don't like trying to have an overwhelming advantage 
Like, you already got probably the best player in the league in AD. Like, you already have him. Like, you're, you're going... Like, I, I just... Bro, you you want to be the favorite every time. And you like, that's the only time you win is when you're heavily favorite. Any other time, like, I, I just... I, I just don't respect that, man. I, I just I don't respect a whole game, not just Brian, because it ain't just him. But I just I'm indifferent because I do like the fact that players get their power back. They doing these one and one deals, and they're the owners are not in in position of power as much as they were. I do like that fact, but I can't stand that all these MFs is teaming up with each other and not battling each other, man. Like right, I don't and we like that. And me and me Cam talked about that um you know off the uh off the mic a day ago, day or two ago about that. And we, you know, we brought up the idea that, you know, a lot of these young players, um, they since they since they have so much control, they're not they're not in that mindset to sit there and build a team like back in the nineties and the eighties, you know, build a team uh with the players that they have and learn to, you know, to play together. It's it's really a win now or I'm I'm gone. You know, and uh, and or you have that other mindset where, hey, I think I'm the better leader. We saw that with Kyrie, where Kyrie didn't want to play with LeBron anymore. He wanted to go do his own thing and felt like he could win a championship. You know, uh, we saw that with KD when KD left, you know, OKC and joined the Warriors, you know, and he got his two championships and dip. Now he's trying to do his own thing and, you know, over in Brooklyn. Um, it's, it sucks. I, and, you know, and then you, you, we got the rumors that, you know, the Lakers are trying to pursue Giannis now. And I said myself, I'm the biggest LeBron fan y'all know. I, I don't approve that. I don't approve that. First of all, I love parody. I'm okay with duos. I don't, I, I'm fine with duos. I'm, I'm fine with having two big players on the team. But, you know, the the having all these these megastars teaming up, uh, I, I I don't approve of that. When Kawhi, when Kawhi, Kawhi made that decision to get Paul George, to tell the Clippers organization, to Clippers management, hey, go out and get Paul George and I'm coming, and they went and did that, I was I was so happy that he did not because I did not want to see a team where you have LeBron, Kawhi, and AD on the team. I don't want to see that. That's, you know, I don't want to see that. I'm, I'm, I'm for parity in the league. I'm for parity. So... Yeah, one hundred. You know, I don't, I don't want to see just, you know, like he said, like Cam said, I don't want to see a team just overly dominating. You know, I, and, and you know, I was a big fan with Miami. You know, and we had the big three over there, but right. I didn't, I never thought. Even though we, I knew Chris Bosh was good, I knew D Wade was good. I just never assumed from the get go, probably because I never really followed Chris Bosh like that, and I didn't really follow D Wade like that. I, I just didn't really see them being that dominant. Until we actually started being that dominant, so uh, so it was a different aspect for me. But and I just don't I I, I just don't want to see see the league turn into that, you know, because I do want to see I do want to see big time players playing small markets. You know, what I'm saying I want to see uh, I want to see these small markets have good teams like New Orleans. We got a very great team this year. I, I want to see stuff like that, you know. So, but see, it, it just sucks. That's the thing, though. Like when people say, you know, when they say LeBron started it, like. You may not have known Jay, like because everybody didn't watch basketball the same, you know, back then as as some of us. But I think Cam can 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 attest to it too. Like we both watched basketball pretty much our whole lives. Like D Wade was already a top five player in, in the NBA at that point. So was so was LeBron. And Bosch may have not been top five, but he was top eight. He was top ten. He was top ten. He was definitely top ten. Right. So you have a team to where 
yes, they weren't all they weren't two of them weren't together, and then LeBron went and joined them. But they this is this is this had been in the works for literally four or five years before this happened. They all planned to make sure that their contracts were going to end at the same time so they could join the team at the same time. Three top players on the same team really had never been done before. I mean, people always want to go say, oh, well, the Celtics did it first. None of them were in their prime. Like, hey, bro, none of them were in their prime. So you got an old KG, you got an old Paul Pierce, and you got a Ray Allen that's that that's pretty much not on the way out, but close to it. I mean, they were trying to get together to do what they could do, and they got that championship, which, you know, applauds them because that was, a, that was a real team. But LeBron took this to a whole nother level. And honestly, I think that's where it started. And so... They've gone away from the big three thing now to the big two, but his new his new method now is okay. Well, I can't get the big three, or we're not gonna have a big three. But I'm gonna get all the six mans around the league to come join my team now. So now I'm gonna get all the all the second best players to come join me and the other best player in the league. So here's a question to that though. Go ahead, go ahead. Who who do you blame for that? Do you necessarily blame? LeBron for trying to build like a deep team or do you blame the players for actually like you know trying to play with the play with LeBron? I blame the money like Montrez Harrell I blame because like I blame the players I blame the money because the money is what allows these lower grade players to be able to do that you couldn't do that back in the day because if you wanted to take a lower role like the money wasn't there like on the superstars got paid. Now role players are getting paid hundred million dollars. So it, it's I, I I think it's just evolution, bro. It's it's mm-hmm. you, you, I, me. I'm always gonna say I want to put it on the players, but man, it's kind of hard to put it on the players when you know they they created this. You know what I'm saying? They gave them the opportunity to do that. You know so. Right. Right. That that was hard. I'll just say the money. The reason I say the players is like Montrez here, like Jay said, was a perfect example. But I, I say I blame the players because I mean I guess there's no such thing as loyalty when there's money involved because you you know you're gonna go to whoever's gonna give you the most money. It's not like it was back in the day where you were loyal to a city, you were loyal to your teammates, whatever it is. I just thought that that was ultimate disrespect Montrez Harold did the other day. Like I get it. They may not have wanted to pay you like max or even like close to max money or whatever, but you really gonna go take the mid-level exception to join the team that literally plays in the same building as you that you were going up against last year and they were saying that the y'all were the favorites. You didn't get it done. This kind of sounds like what Jay always talks about with Kevin Durant leaving and going to Golden State, except Montrezl Harrell is nowhere on that stratosphere of a player at all, but you honestly left the Clippers and went to the Lakers. Like that's ultimate disloyalty if I've ever seen it. And so I blame the players because he a deal that was very similar to that and stayed with the Clippers. And I don't know if the whole thing about Kawhi and Paul George and that whole treatment treatment situation was that big of an issue, but that was just disrespect, bro. And, and they make the decisions at the end of the day. So I, I blame the players. I actually gave this a little bit of thought just now, bro. And if I had to look at anything, and this is not a shot at you at all, Jay, but I actually <laughs> would blame. No, seriously, I would actually blame LeBron. And here's why, bro: because players 
players used to get better. You know what I'm saying? Players would get to a team and they would become great. And it's two things with LeBron. Number one, all of a sudden, everyone wanted you to be ready now. You know what I'm saying? Like when LeBron came in the league, they expected him to be great right away. And it's almost kind of like how they expect to be the, they expect out of the good players coming into the league. Like you, if you're not great right now, then you ain't, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. If you ain't great right now, you ain't, you ain't that dude. And it discourages a lot of these new age players. That's one aspect. But the other one is Bron started this one plus one, which gave it a win now mentality. So a lot of players, it's like, you know what? If we don't win this year, we ain't nothing. And players don't have that longevity to develop something. It's, it's all got to be, oh, well, I got to go join him so we can win right now. We got to team up so we can win right now, not become better or develop talent. So I actually do blame LeBron for that, man. And I think that's a valid thing coming from from what he brought to the table. That's a valid point because like you said, if LeBron's always joining up with the, with the top five, top three, top 10 best players in the league, other players are like, you know what? We got to go join these people just to, just to beat him. Just we to have a chance. Beat him, just to have a chance. So like, don't get me wrong. Like I, there are points to Jay's argument about KD being a and leaving and going to Golden State that I actually do agree with, if I'm to be honest. But at the oh, end of the day- Right, like, like, it, like the optics on that, if you look at it, terrible move. But at the end of the day, while I was like, you know what, go ahead and do it. Because you already know, LeBron gonna do what he gotta do to get people to come to his team. It don't matter where he's playing, in Miami, Cleveland, LA, wherever. He's gonna do what he has to do to get players. So if you feel that your best option is to join superstars to beat him, and because if you feel like, you know, he's just gonna run away with all the titles if y'all don't do that, and you got to do what you got to do because honestly, if KD didn't go to that Warriors team, would they have beat the Cavs those two years? I, I bro, I actually wanna, I, I, I wanna take some credit away from the Warriors because people hype that seventy three and nine team up just a little too much. Not to say that they're not a great team, but if you actually watch the regular season there was not basketball played the regular season. I think before KD came, with the Cavs had a healthy team, that's a really good matchup. The the Warriors were not dominant. Like, seventy, they got 73 and nine because people didn't take the regular series, the regular season series. That's why they got that. It wasn't because they were just such a dominant team. Hence the reason why they didn't even win the ship that year. So, I, I, I like people hype that up like, oh, he, like come on, bring it down to reality. Like they wasn't, they wasn't that dominant team that everybody making them to be. Not till KD got there. Right. I will say this. I will say this though. I agree with everything you just said, Cam. But there is one. Jay there's Mine. one caveat to that. And Jay knows where I'm going with <laughs> Jay Mine. Um, they had, and I'm gonna quote my boy on this because he said it perfectly, and what he said was 100% correct. The Warriors were set up to win that series. They had two things that happened. They had number one, the stimulus Draymond Green package, where LeBron tripled Draymond, Draymond raised his leg and tried to say, "Oh, he hit me in the nuts, etc., etc." Thrown out, got that He's out the next game. They didn't even lose that next game by more than eight points. Out for the series, and Andre got so. It's a lot closer than we want it for in six. But I mean, I, I'll say this though. Yeah. I will say this. If you want to, if, if if I just want to be all the way honest with y'all, I always thought sports was kind of fixed in a way. 
like some of the mm-hmm. storylines that happened it just like can't like, like I, when I watch the games I don't just look to see who making a bucket I look at everything for instance the reason why I don't like that series where they lost they came back and won at th- down 3-1 even in game seven it it just didn't seem like Steph was trying to win I don't give a, I don't care what you call it, bro. You got K Love on you. There is no way Kevin Love can hold Steph Curry. And that the shot, the shot selection that you was chose yep. is not even a Steph shot. Like that's 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 what everything was out of character. And 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 you can go old oh, game seven, big lights, bro. I'm, man, I don't believe all that. Not on some mm-hmm. players, bro. Not with Steph. So. I'm man. I just think sports is fixed sometimes, man. I think it's all of storyline. It's all the narrative. It all had to happen. It fit, bro. It just fit. So, and you, you also Cam the play before that. Steph came down, throw the ball behind his back, out of bounds. To, when Clay was wide open for the three, he just threw it out of bounds behind his back. So yeah, I I, I can see. I see where you're going with it. I, I mean. You know, I feel you. I, I feel almost the same way with the Dallas Miami. With, with the Mavericks. No, with no, we're talking. No, no, no. Because no. there's no, we all, we all agree. We all agree. There's no reason Dallas should have a title. So. No reason. None. Zero. No, I, I agree 100% with you, Jade. The same thing, bro. Like, I'm, and that's, that's, that's the problem I have. It's like, mm-hmm. Brian, I know you didn't play into this narrative, bro. Like, I right. don't think you couldn't have played into this narrative. But when you look at it, it's like, what are you doing? You're right, not trying right. to win. And right, exactly. Exactly. Which is which is <laughs> why my criticism on his defense is and you know, it's funny that you bring up like, you know, you, you know, whether this stuff is rigged or not, because I, I was thinking I was having those feelings when I would watch these Cavs games against the you know the last two finals with against the Warriors, and wow. LeBron wasn't playing defense. And I I know we had a very deep talk about defense, but I'm like, dude, this it, it doesn't even seem like you're trying. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and I just you know and and I start to think like you know did he make a deal with Adam Silver under you know hey maybe hey look let you let you lose now. But you may look when you join the Lakers, we're gonna give you three championships. All right, all right, cool. I'll I'll, I'll just take the loss. <laughs> I don't know. Think about this though. Just just think about this for one second. If the Lakers three peat, just think about this. Mm-hmm. It's only been two teams to repeat to three peat. It's only been two teams. If the mm-hmm. Lakers three peat, and think about the three peats, bro. You got nothing but greats. Jordan and Kobe are the only two out there that are three peat. And right. well, Russell, it's a part of the narrative. You say who? Didn't Bill Russell three P? No, I think. I mean, was, that's, uh, that's 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 we we only count stats from the modern era. We like like <laughs> <laughs> no no seriously, they don't count stats from back then. Like real yeah. serious, they don't. So mm-hmm. it was only what like six teams. You know what I'm saying? Like eh, right. Eh. Okay, I so it was three. I will say this though, y'all. Back on LeBron, back on the LeBron thing though. Um, it does look like on paper, and I already told y'all this too. I said I was content with four rings. I y'all heard that. That's on that's on paper. I said I was content with four rings. I don't expect a fifth. 
I don't expect the sixth championship. I don't really expect that. So I, that's why I said I'm actually excited because I'm curious how all this is going to work out with the return of Kevin Durant. So I'm I'm really from this point on I'm actually just watching just to watch. Like I I really I really want to see what happens. The thing is, Cam. I mean, Jay. The thing is, bro. It all depends on health at this point right. because for the last I don't know what it seems like the last couple of years. It's just like. And I know you, how you feel about this, but I'm just going to say it because it's got to be said. He's getting these easy paths to the finals and these wins, bro. He's not playing these top guys because all these guys are getting hurt. Yes, he played James Harden in Houston, but no one takes Houston seriously, bro. James Harden ain't done nothing in Houston, so I'd never take Houston seriously. And the Warriors didn't even make the playoffs this year. The whole team was hurt. Like, ran through the West. And, yes, I know Jamal Murray and them was playing good and all that stuff like that. But KD, Kyrie not playing. Playing a handicap Miami team who lost two of their starters and Jimmy Butler having to play 47 or 48 minutes a night just for them to stay in the series. Like, I want him if, if LeBron is going to make it back to the finals, he needs to go up against the juggernaut. He needs to go up against like the he needs to go up against like a Giannis led team. He needs to go up against a uh, Kevin Durant uh, New Jersey team. Like, he has to play talent. And if he beats the talent, mm-hmm. so be it. But I, I'm tired of him just playing these teams right. where these dudes are, aren't playing or these guys are hurt or. But somebody, wait, but wait, somebody just like Clippers. I know you about to bring the Clippers up, so hold on, let me get to them. Or someone like the Clippers, <laughs> the who just acts like he don't know what basketball is in the playoffs and just loses the series for him. Like I want to see him play up against talent. So that's my only thing. And if he beats the talent, then he beats the talent. That it is what it is. But my rebuttal to that though, I feel you, and I agree with you. I agree with you one hundred percent. Edit LeBron James' problem though. These other players need to be ready. LeBron cannot help them and carry them on their team. They got to play. They got to make it. They got to face LeBron. Like Stephen A. Smith did. Why LeBron's waiting for you? That is that is not LeBron's fault that Kawhi lost and the Clippers lost. That is not LeBron's fault that Kyrie and, and KD got injured or whatever, who, and whoever. That is not that is not LeBron that Giannis got his ass whooped by Miami. That is not LeBron's fault. You want to see these the, his competition has to stand up and they got to fight and they be, compete. That is not LeBron's. Fault. If LeBron, you you cannot you cannot get no matter. How, I I know we want to see LeBron fight. You know, face the best of the best for legacy and specifically for me for legacy reasons. And I know y'all y'all, huh? Yeah, they, exactly. They have to get there, but it, you can't put that on LeBron if LeBron gets to the mountain and he's looking for the competition to come. You know what I'm saying? That's not Le- that's not a LeBron problem. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not a fucking ball problem. out. Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hey, bro. Wow. Hey, check this out. I, I, hey, hey, record this. I'm calling it right now. This this is already scripted. LeBron will three peat. He will become the third, well, the fourth person to three peat. On his way to three peat, he will win six rings. On his way to winning six rings, then now he will be legitimately considered the GOAT by many. Bro, and, and, and I'm calling it now because I do think Jordan is losing some of his mystique as the GOAT. Real hoopers will recognize him as the GOAT, but he's been away from the game so long. They, they did this like Jordan was in this position. They did this for Jordan as well. So I, I'm seeing this, bro, and I'm like, yo, I – I'm just calling it right now. Three Pete on the way to six, and that's how he becomes the universal goat. 
And that's what the NBA is going to carry on because after him, they don't have nobody that's ready to take the mantle right now. So it's going to go back to recognizing teams. And that's what's pitiful because you're not looking at the seven times he lost in the finals. You're not looking at the times he got guarded by five foot four people on the court. You're not looking at the times where he, I mean, just like you have to look at the totality of the entire picture. You can't just look at he got six repeated. Like, look at the whole thing objectively. Like, Marvin, like, look at it. Bro, what he, what Jordan did hasn't been done and won't be done again. Period. Like, not to say that there's nobody that can come in the league and go six for six or seven for seven or something like that. It won't be done. But, bro, he lost the six finals that he's lost, bro. He's already out, man. There is no, like, oh, let's see what he can do. If he goes 30 times, can he get six? Bro, you're done. What you did in that Dallas series, you're done. I don't care. If he wins, like 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 Cam said the other day, I don't care if he wins eight, bro. It doesn't matter, bro. You want <laughs> more than you want. So that's it for me. Like there is no compare. There, there is no greatest conversation. I don't care if he goes in three piece the next two ships or whatever. It's already over for me. So what LeBron gets now is just icing on the cake for him to to go to bed at night and feel great about himself. We already know what the deal is. Period. So we're gonna try to bring it back to. Uh, to gaming now. Um, As we all know, we are literally less than 15 days away from the release of Cyberpunk. Uh, We've been talking about this on our last couple, last couple uh, shows. Final previews came out this week, three new uh, episodes showing off gameplay and talking about just the different things that are happening in the Cyberpunk world. Um, How are y'all feeling? Do you think it's going to stay December 10th? And, uh, you know what? What stood out to you in some of these videos that were released recently? Um, I well, number one, I think uh, I think it will keep the December tenth because not because I, I have any additional information that's gonna you know that to me that I just I'm praying <laughs> December tenth. Uh, but uh, number two, from the, the game previews and the, the footage that we've been getting over the past couple of days, I am liking what I'm seeing. I like the fact that it has a GTA style in it because I was kid if we could only use our personal vehicle, like the vehicle that we get in the game for the story. Looks like you can, you know, GTA and still other people's vehicles. Marv, what you think, bro? Um, I think Jay covered a lot of the points that I was going to cover. I personally think I think the game's ready just from what I've seen, man, it's polished. I think the biggest thing that they have to deal with was optimization. I think them pushing this back was exactly because of what they said. So I'm just going to stick with what the developer said on the release date. And I mean, I hope all is well. I know just from also in previews, there's a few bugs, but I feel like that comes with any game. Any gamer who believes any of any next gen titles going to come out bugless is ridiculous, like bugging. You spazzing out. So it's going to roll out. It's going to have a day one patch, and that's just what it is. Um, so far as gameplay goes, though, I think from what I've seen, um, I think it's phenomenal. I think I was really impressed by the customer. Uh, cust- uh, geez why am i upper fumbling over my words um the character customization um i was really impressed by that that was like a big thing that i think was like a huge takeaway because i mean some of the features on there i just didn't i was just like dang they really went into like intricate details about those specific things um another thing too that was a takeaway just from what i've seen on youtube and kind of digging into you know um these video releases is that like this is going to be a very long game which i appreciate right so yeah yeah, I think like one developer or one guy who's been playtesting this 
was like clocked at like a hundred plus hours and didn't even make a dent in the game. Like it was something, it was a ridiculous number of just playthrough time, right? Wasn't like a side mission, so I think that's what it was, and not the story. Yeah, it was like the side missions alone, outside of the story, the side missions alone, it like added some crazy amount of a gameplay time on that. So I, that really excites me because my thing is that we're not going to know anything about multiplayer and probably any additional DLC for a while now, you know what I'm saying, in order to be able to complement the game. Because you already know how it goes. As soon as the game drops, you can have all the mainstream streamers and people trying to create content and to rush it out to YouTube so people could just watch the game in a couple of hours. But, like, okay, well, outside of that, what are people going to, you know, be starved to get their hands on and do and play? So right. I think it's really dope. Um, the concept of playing all three you know, uh, storylines with different characters, different experiences, things play around in the experiences with that is also very, very nice. So, I mean, overall, I got high hopes for uh, Cyberpunk. I think it is going to be game of the year, personally. With just with all of this, I don't think it's a game that's going to be super hyped. I also think, um, yes, it's going to be, it's going to sell well and do well, but I also think in my opinion just just my theory it's not going to be one of those games that's going to be like super overhyped outside of the gamer space like grand theft auto eventually the game i remember there's a point in time where like grand theft auto was still a gamer's game yeah yeah and eventually like it became this big cultural phenom where if it drops like everyone plays grand theft auto like people's moms dads and like grandmothers know what grand theft auto is versus like cyberpunk on like a small, like only a, a, a certain demographic is gonna fool with this game, know what it is, and play it out the way that it's supposed to be. And 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 I respect that a lot. Um, I think the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is seeing how weapons handle in this game, because there's a multitude of them. But I don't, it, it's I haven't been able to see just too much of just like, oh, this is how this gun interacts with enemies and how it, you know, you can use it in certain scenarios, almost to like kind of a level of what they do with Call of Duty. Like Call of Duty is like one of the few games where they like deep dive and get really nerdy about weapons and how they perform. Versus Cyberpunk, if it's as complex as what it is, I'm intrigued to see if that's going to occur with that amount of detail breaking down weapons and things of that nature as well. Right. Um, I had two big takeaways. Um, one to kind of go off your point, Marv. I'll go on that one first. I don't think that it will be as big as GTA in the first year, but I think if multiplayer comes out and it's any type of sandbox environment like GTA is in the beautiful city that Night City looks like it is right now, it could possibly draw out for four, five, six years, kind of like GTA did. So it just depends on how in depth they're trying to go with multiplayer. Is it going to be on the same path as GTA where like, you know, you're buying apartments, you're buying cars, you're doing these missions and heists and all that kind of stuff like that. Cause I think some of those elements are in, are in cyberpunk, the main storyline right now. So if they can expound upon that and expand upon that and kind of bring those elements into it, it could eventually get to that point. Cause uh, the DLC alone, will be pretty substantial because if it's like the witcher 3s and they said that the dlc is longer than the witcher 3s dlc game might be around for about five or six years probably but we'll we'll see i, I mean I, I have high hopes for it so we'll see eventually how that is um second point for me this one is definitely for cam right here because 
I know how Cam is with the games and the, the dialogue and the shooting and all that. So listening to multiple people talk about that have played it, they have said that it took them six hours just to get to the title screen. And they said within that six hours, there was only a couple of gunfights. So mm. the game is heavy on dialogue. And mm. they said it's an RPG. It's not a first person shooter first. So they, they I just stressing that. I know Cam was talking talk about how you know how the gameplay and 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 the first person mechanics and all that kind of stuff were. So it's definitely stressed as an RPG over a first person shooter. They said that now when the game starts, you get more into the shooting and, and stealth elements and all that. But at first, it's it's definitely RPG backed. So. I'm interested because I like RPGs. We'll see. Right. Same with me. Yeah, I, I can see how that can turn, uh, you know, turn some people off. But uh, in a lot of RPGs now, you've seen a lot of them have those. I mean, you start the game where it's like, you know, do you want to have a, a more driven game or do you want to have more action in the back? Or do you want to just have straight up action? Yeah, so, but if I'm, if I'm expecting something like The Witcher, you are, you know, us like you know me. You are big Witcher fans, EJ. So if you should, if we're expecting the Witcher, which CG Project Red is known for. Um, I'm not gonna have an issue with it, especially if the story is good. right. Right. But yeah. You ready for it, Cam? Man, uh, if it's slow, I mean, I'll play it. I'll still play it. I just probably won't play it as much at one setting if it's slow. You know what I'm saying? I probably have to do an hour at a time or something like that. Gotcha. Mm. I feel you. But I mean, I'm ready to see. It can't be too bad, man. I mean, it can't be too bad. Like, in GTA, if you actually do the story mode, which I did in GTA, I mean, everything ain't all fast in there either. So it can't be too bad. Then on the end of the day, what are the games you're going to be playing? 2K. That's <laughs> <laughs> going right now. <laughs> I mean, 2K, Call of Duty. Um, um motorcycle racing f1 racing any racing games um uh, <laughs> is the one single-handedly surviving he's single-handedly propping up forza and all them other games like that because i haven't touched a racing game since project gotham so bro <laughs> i haven't touched a racing game since playstation 2 oh man I, I would play I would I like games but I would play a lot more if y'all play play them I know Cam would play but if EJ and Greg and Marv y'all join back in the games I would play a lot more because trust me I, I love games so I'm gonna be real with you bro that's just gonna be a you and Cam thing bro I don't that's not I just I get what, it's really repetitive to me I, I just I can't I can't do that over and over again like I did that on Project Gotham on the original Xbox like I played that for like a year, bro, and I just got burned. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I literally have not played no Forza after that. I haven't played any of those type of games after that. So, right, I'm I good. just can't do it. Gotcha, gotcha. I will say this: those games you always do have the best graphics. Amazing. Oh, and Halo. Hey, we ain't seen Halo in a minute. Hey, bro. Hey, when Halo do come out on next gen, bro, it's it's gonna be something. They better come with. Yeah. Like, we'll see. They always they always set us up and deliver, bro. I haven't been impressed in Halo in a while, bro. Well, they always set us up. They didn't deliver this last time. The, me and me and Jason were disappointing, bro. Like super disappointing. Yeah, I was, 
campaign was terrible. Man. Yeah. Terrible story. Garbage. Yeah, the, the story was garbage, but the multiplayer is uh is 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 it got boring super fast though. And That's, I played that game religiously. Like Yeah, Marvel played multiplayer. Yes, I was on it heavy, super heavy, and it was mad boring. Like after a while, I was like, dude. The leveling system was ridic was ridiculous. Like even if you tried to diversify and play different game modes to level up faster, it was still like a pain. It was like literally you had to force yourself to go through so much pain to get very little reward. He said so much. It was not nice. What? I don't know. I had a different experience. I had to like literally, I had to go through like thirty five games of completely slaying people before I got a helmet. Oh, <laughs> I you know what, bro? I, I, I have to agree. I think I stopped playing it too because, like, I'm like, at what point do I get these rewards? Like, I'm up here leveling my character, be level fifty, and I have nothing. Like, so no, I do. I great do, killing, bro. I do feel you. I think I do agree with you. It did take a kind of a little long. It was a little excessive uh, armor. It was a little excessive, but I like the P, the PVE stuff. You know, the uh, the multiplayer where we actually all. The, you know, all other players had to work together and actually uh, kill a covenant on the maps and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty new for the series, so it wasn't so they put a new aspect to it instead of it just being PvP and that's you know just each other. So I thought that pretty cool. I will say the campaign wasn't that great, and everybody that I know in my circle wasn't playing it. I didn't stop playing because you know the game was you know full of it was trash completely. The campaign was trash, but. I did have some fun with the multi. Got it. So, gotcha. but they are supposed to be releasing a new update. Um, well, they, apparently they it was released uh, the seventeenth. Um, they're okay. supposed to be doing some new stuff on there, so I got to check. Um, before we get out of here, uh, last thing I know, we heading into Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Have y'all been keeping up with any uh, any deals that's going on this 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 Friday? Any Black Friday deals are actually starting tonight, really. Um, I mean, yeah, they're starting like hella early. Um, I mean, to be honest, no. Y'all already know what I'm going after. Y'all, y'all already know what it is. I just going out about this. Yeah. I just saw something I was about to send to the chat that I literally just saw on Twitter. Man, a cat won a PlayStation Five through Walmart. He beat beat the system and got one right. And he posted a, a tweet to Walmart showing his order number and everything, saying thank yeah. you Walmart for getting through. And then somebody yeah. retweeted and said, "Hey man, I went ahead and canceled that order, man, so the robbers won't get you, bro. You're welcome." And put that <laughs> <little> emoji. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> somebody went in and canceled his order. And somebody oh, replied. Man. He said, uh, he said, somebody said, this guy wakes up and chooses violence every day. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is messed up, man. That is messed up. Like, oh, man, you got, I said, those, that, that's like an instant fight. Like, that's not even. <laughs> hey, man, moving silent, man. Moving silent. You got to be posting your receipt and everything. You know, that's, you know, you're doing that stuff for cloud and you get yourself self messed over. And you have to get built, man. Yeah. I see you quote Wayne Jesse. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, I did. See, uh, <laughs> I did see a deal. I told I told Jay about before we uh were recording. Anybody who's a uh, Cam, my like, you know, Cam is a fan of the uh, Fast and the Furious uh series. All eight movies on sale for sixty four ninety nine. I think four K Blu Ray. So if y'all into if y'all interested in the racing games and ra I mean racing movies, so y'all can go and get that. All yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm not really. I don't think I'm really purchasing anything for 
uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Um, I am moving. I, I know Mars. Mars me too. <laughs> yeah, EJ's moving. Everybody's moving. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I get all that. It's it's not the great. I mean, so just focusing on getting Cyberpunk. Yeah, we're gonna focus on the stuff that we got. But I'm not looking into no new TVs till next year. Because um, I do. do. Uh, I am. I am going to be looking for a new TV uh, soon because uh, Dorian she wants another flat screen. So um, I'm gonna be looking. So like I said, I'm gonna drop her this old one. <laughs> she don't need the new one. Uh, so I'll be getting That's a new the one. That's the move. That's the move. So yeah. yeah so new TV. So I'm. All right, fellas. Well, I mean, that's pretty much it for the news. Like I said, wasn't a whole lot of news this week, but we did a pretty good job of getting through everything. So yeah. Indeed, indeed. Take us out, man. Um, that wraps up another episode of the shoe program. Thank y'all for coming out and listening to us, man, showing us love and support. If you like, please, please, please share this with your friends on all your social media networks. Follow us across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, especially. Please like and subscribe, man, and come back next week for another episode. Thank y'all so much, man. One love. Peace. Peace.